0: Welcome to the United Way, episode 15. 14. Fourteen. 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 <laughs> 15, was you were away. 15. I was away. I was
1: away, I'm sorry.
0: Because <laughs> last week
2: was Chitterito. Episode. Yeah, so this, this week,
0: Nemanja, Nemanja Village. Village. <laughs> <laughs> right, sorry, we were talking before we started recording. Melbourne, how was it?
2: Melbourne was on wheels. Melbourne is a classy, but it's also on the other side of the fucking planet. It's literally You know when people say like oh, I have a pain in my arse Yeah When I got off the plane I had a literal pain In my arse
0: <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm never ever Flying that far away again On economy <laughs> What was the What was the flight It was To Dublin to Doha And then Doha. Just, just under 9 hours And then Doha to Melbourne's Is 13 and a half hours Okay so it's not And months. there's more padding On a Dublin bus Than those Qatar seats I'm telling you now
0: No way on Qatar Airways
2: Yeah when In economy anyways
0: and they have such a good reputation.
1: Yeah, if, you have flying if you're flying business, flying business, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's rough. It's not. It's rough. It's not good. It's not like it's enough. Fly business yeah what's going on what's
0: going on there look 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 can we Keep can we up. can we go in on the on the brand can we? <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> since you did the job you know look, the
2: man the management of the and they you
0: know it. listen the job's done you're talking about terrible the flights are you know listen going to saipan mode i'm not talking about it's not oh, good oh, enough no, it's not good not enough, good enough. <laughs> no the uh, people <laughs> in business class were getting all the prawn sandwiches <laughs> yeah and
2: we got a, 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 the driest chicken Caesar sandwich you would ever imagine on that thing. Swear, it, they must have held it outside the cockpit window for behind the It was awful. But <laughs> look, the, the management asked for an upgrade, and we we're told now we we're told to get back in your box. You know, get an
0: back in your box.
2: Um, but now it was it was a really good trip we ended up all over the Australian you news know, so I'm wearing shorts throwing the race days so it was all good so good so go. <laughs> like Lady Diana Spencer's nieces come up and introduced themselves to me and all oh was, yeah, wow yeah it was mad like it was mad wow but eh
0: uh, yeah. I, I you say about Melbourne I just think it looks like the best fucking city
2: it's so cr- cr- do
0: you know what 90- do you know what the
2: thing is with the Australians right you go to anywhere in the world and you're like Trying to go out, trying to go out for a drink, trying to go to the club, trying to go to a karaoke bar, or whatever, right? And someone will go, Oh, of work, oh the wife, oh the kids, oh the this. Say that to an Australian, yeah, no bother me. Let's yeah, let's go. It's like, yeah, but it's like five in the morning, and you've got work at seven. It's like, yeah, I worry about that at seven. The Irish and the Australians are the only people in the world that are basically just up for it all the time.
0: Yeah. I think that's probably where we got on. You're talking to the wrong guy here. I'm always saying yeah. oh, no, I was like oh. <laughs> no No, I gotta bring Sophia to school. I gotta bring
1: Yeah.
0: Well it was it was my daughter's christening yesterday. Oh yeah. no, no it's, way it's Chloe's christening. Congratulations, Congratulations force and forcing religion <laughs> on your child. <trials. laughs>
2: <laughs> did she consent to this? <laughs> did she consent to this? Did
0: she? Yeah know? she did. We got she the did, cameras. Yeah. This is, this was her this was her consent.
2: <laughs> oh I love it. I love it. Anyways. If the, if the Vatican want to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> The name
0: of the fire and the and sponsorship deals. We probably would have had a chance of Pope John Paul still well, a yeah. big football loving man. Absolutely played for Poland.
1: Oh, Francis is mad in the football.
0: Oh yeah, but he's, Argentinian, he's Argentinian, isn't he? Argentinian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, we'll call it the Maradona way if
2: he's going to fuck yeah. out some bad <laughs> money, whatever he wants. We call
0: it that. Yeah, we we'll we'll call, call it whatever, whatever he wants. Else. I don't want to fucking moan about these gobshites <laughs> every week. Um,
2: oh anyways, but yes Melbourne was on on Wheels, yeah. Cool, cool city, but just so so very far away.
0: Yeah. It that's that's the thing about Yeah,
2: I'm, and no, it's I'm, all
0: so far away. I
2: might be going back in January for the Australian Open, so we'll see. Oh awesome. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if that happens. That'd be great. Yeah.
0: What about Kylie Minogue? Was she any? Was, like she's she's the queen of mel. So now
2: what? She was walking down the street with that thing on her head, just going la la la. Everyone's like, "What the fuck's going on?" La la little la, la, all the little la, boobies la, almost out and all that little la, la, white la, la, thing.
0: La, Not a bad word to be. Can't about get Kylie you out of my. Head. Kylie
2: is the greatest. Kylie's the goat. Is she? she, she Kylie, she, Kylie she, Jenner she, or Kylie Minogue?
0: Minogue. She's the goat. There's only one Kylie. <laughs> There's only one Kylie. Not that second manufactured Kylie. She's going out with Timothy Chalamet as well, isn't she? Yeah. Now we won't we won't speak I'm ill of. Not, Co- not talking about you know what podcast anymore. is this?
2: We won't we won't speak ill of Kylie Jenner if she's gone. If Kylie Cosmetics sponsored the podcast, <laughs> I'm
0: not getting that fucking lip filler to spot her <laughs> the, the two of us <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Lips out of here. We'd have. I to, think Juan doing really well. We'd have I to sip. We'd have to sip here for the lips. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Anyways,
2: as you can tell, United you know, are so shit that we just don't talk about
0: anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> even after a fucking even after, three points in the weekend. After
2: three points in the weekend, but we will go back to obviously. I was in Australia. And uh, I got up at four o'clock in the morning to watch the United and Copenhagen game.
0: So we're going back to that.
2: Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. that briefly just before Luton, but we will kind of skirt over the games because that dog show. Because the game um, before
0: it was Fulham, wasn't it? Yeah, we won't. There's no point.
2: In yeah, it's no even point in going back that far. Like um, the only thing is, we like, where other than the Copenhagen game, which we obviously lost, I think the sending off had a huge impact on the game, Man. which is ridiculous ridiculous sending off yeah like so just was no, the ball there's ju- there's just no words for how ridiculous it was because literally the following day Liverpool player got a yellow card for the exact same thing
0: he had he, he it was the same thing yesterday as well but it yeah. wasn't the same thing he he was full studs in on the player yesterday endo yeah and he got away with it again
2: yeah so um it, it just appears to be like if you are wearing a um a football short with a devil insignia on the chest uh, you get the book thrown at you yep. uh, it's, it's ridiculous I don't, just
1: realised the reason Pope Francis won't be sponsoring us why the red devil oh yeah <laughs>
2: bollocks that's the fact to get money out the window <laughs> fuck's <laughs> sake sympathy for the devil Oh, I don't know unless the club one the Glazers will probably change their name to the white angels however you want if there's more, enough money you know what they're like <laughs> Um so yeah, woke up before o'clock in the morning to watch United get beat with Copenhagen. Commitment uh, should have fucking stayed asleep. Give
0: some, give a shout out to the Australian, the Australian fans the that Australian got, get up fans. every morning and watch it at four o'clock.
2: Yeah, do you know what? I, like for any Australians that watch any sport that's in Europe, if they follow the F one, if yeah. they, if they um, follow any of the Premier League teams, honestly, lads, fair play. Yeah, because when your alarm goes off, it was a little bit easier for me. When my alarm went off. I was kind of awake, anyways, because. My body clock was still Shout on. Shout out to on my cousin point. Sean
0: He lives in Sydney. He does it every morning.
2: Yeah, four AM. So honestly, fair play to you because if I lived over there, I would just I dunno, just watch Aussie Rails or something. Yeah, I wouldn't be me getting up in the morning to watch it.
0: Wouldn't be able
2: for it. I actually wouldn't be able for it. Um, but yeah, sending off had a huge impact on the game. Um, I think the I think the penalty was really soft as well. Like, I thought, it's just so frustrating because it's like every decision you're just looking at have been like, if that's anyone else. Anybody else, like even Maguire in the weekend, getting absolutely like, yeah, pummeled to the ground. And then when you look back to the City Derby and, and the penalty that uh, we conceded against them, how soft that was, yeah. it's it's bizarre. It's, it's absolutely You go back bizarre. to
0: Hoyland being, being dragged, dragged, to uh, dragged down by Gabrielle, at yeah. Arsenal. Um, yeah, it's, I, I mean, is it inconsistency or is it a, just an agenda? I don't know. Oh, um, I've no idea. I don't know. Some someone's out there is born in some video
2: doll. They need to give it. I up. always
0: say since Klopp um, was whinging about us getting decision. so and so many penalties mm. in uh, the the COVID season, the yeah. full COVID season. Him
2: and Lampard came out and said it's very similar. thing.
0: think we, we've got barely any decisions since then. And also the the, the Wolves, the decision. Uh, the, the penalty uh, the Onana incident against Wolves since then they've been fucking out to get us
2: yeah I, I, couldn't, I could not couldn't agree with you more I could not agree with you more and do you know what it's rich coming from Klopp if you actually look at the stats of uh, penalties conceded at Anfield oh it, so many it's ridiculous yeah it's a joke it's actually a joke um, I remember reading a stat that Liverpool hadn't conceded a penalty like as in not even like conceded in terms of the goal scored a penalty hadn't been given against them at Anfield for nearly two over two years yeah like that's that's crazy like. yeah it's mental and look like, there's no way in two years you're not fouling someone in your box yeah. do you know what I mean but look it is what it is Is what it is so Champions League is done and dusted out the window uh, obviously yeah,
0: yeah. are we gone we're gone we're gone it's not would, a you, would you like to finish uh, fourth in in the Champions League not, I, I, I personally don't want the Europa League no although loads of people are saying why don't you want the Europa League if you know there's a uh, I, the potential United no, versus Liverpool no, final it. in the Aviva.
2: No, because then we get slapped around by Liverpool in the final, and don't want that either. Um, I'd rather finish bottom of the group and have no European football and just focus yeah. on getting the players. You're fit. looking at
0: Spurs. You're looking at what well, I don't know about Chelsea, but looking at Spurs, like I think it's really benefiting them. Big time, not playing Europe, and you can football.
2: see you can see it's starting to affect Newcastle now. Big time. They're starting to get injuries, and I actually think if we finish bottom of the group. So we're of the cup because Newcastle beat us. Um, if we finish bottom of the Champions League, it's now European football there, right? Mm. So all you have to focus on is finishing as high as possible in the league, and a decent FA Cup run.
0: Yeah,
2: and I think the lack of game congestion will really help mm. getting certain players back fit. I think it and will fit. Yeah, and then you're gonna get other teams like Newcastle now, City a little bit. Arsenal will eventually hit them as well. So all them teams that are going to be. Rammed with game congestion, yeah, they're going to start to struggle, and we'll be in a prime position to actually mount at least, you know, a a, an an ass, an assault for a top four challenge, mm. um, if not even a top three. Yeah. Um, and if I, I think if we finish top four and and win a trophy, if we won the FA Cup, mm. and and got top four, I think back to back seasons, I think that's that they're really good.
0: But for that to happen. You need the key, the key men coming back. You, you need the Martinez. Yeah. That was, you know, colossal from August to, say, March or April last season. You need mm. that Martinez coming back. That's going to take time for him to heal from that injury. By the way, big twin. You need Luke Shaw. Big twin. The duck connector, I call him. Yeah. You need him coming back. And
2: Casemiro, to lose a bit of timber. Casemiro,
0: yeah, lose a bit of timber, but also. What's very important is you need this rack lifting to go through the structure change before the January transfer window. Offload Sancho and you're going to need to bring in probably another right uh, right right or left winger for depth. <clears throat> probably a striker. I would bring in an experienced striker. Um, yeah, I I'd would. bring I'd, I'm looking at that Taremi fella off Porto. I think he's quality. And a uh, center back.
1: Yeah.
0: Todibo seems like the most logical deal if Ratcliffe is there
2: even because
0: um, they can go through fairly quickly because he owns Nice so.
2: yeah even a loan deal for an experienced striker. striker
0: Oh, it'll have to be it'll have to be again but the striker will have to be better than Veghorst
2: Weg- oh yes <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yes absolutely has to be like it needs to be
0: I, I've said it your man Medi Teremi yeah. the Iranian striker who plays for Porto he is phenomenal his like
2: go get goals your, to Go, game. go get Jamie Vardy online. Chat shit. But get banked. F-
0: yeah, experience in the league, but your man Taremi, just his goals to games ratio is ridiculous. Yeah. If you can get his stats up as well, David, he's quality. But uh, yeah, Medi Taremi, just write Taremi Porto. T A R E M I Porto.
2: Um. Yeah, I, I I think that would be. Look, I saw some something there. Like, uh, like, what are you? What are United off off the top spot, set at seven points.
0: Mm. I know. <laughs> I fucking. I'm baffled by it. I cannot believe we have twenty one points on the board. Worst
2: start to the season ever. But Ten Hag is joint second quickest manager to win fifty games with Alex yep. Ferguson. He is the best. Currently, we are the unformed team in the league. Yeah, in the, uh, with um, four wins and one loss. Yeah. In, the, in the last five, and we're seven points off top four. I uh, am um, off top, and then if you if you take players coming back from injury now, November December, obviously we're not gonna. We're nowhere near capable of winning the league. So let's just get that out of the way now. It's not. No, no, we're not, nowhere. It's near. nowhere near it. We're nowhere near it at all. Not not even close. Um. So I I do I do think if we can really start because we're grinding out these results
0: but Could you imagine what the narrative would be if we had beaten Galatasaray if we hadn't capitulated against them hadn't capitulated against Copenhagen mm. we'd have nine <coughs> points in that Champions League group so it's it's it, it's moments of um, pure incompetency from Vara's point of view mm-hmm. and it's moments of pure fucking capitulation and lack of um adversity from United yeah, which has been a huge issue their heads drop um, and I just want to I, I, Rashford oh my god I think he's actually even worse than he was two seasons ago yeah when he had that slump
2: he's, I think this is the worst slump he's ever been in I was actually talking to somebody last night who was a
0: something's got to give if, you, if you're putting in the, your best season ever you know the season before that you, you have to keep those performance levels up mm. you can't drop them you just can't drive It's inexcusable Yeah I was actually talking to um, A friend of mine
2: Kieran, um, From Galway Who was speaking on a panel last night um, About growing your, your social media And uh, he's a he's a big Everton fan we were just talking about Football in general And I was like Name the last United player That sold for a premium Ronaldo Yeah 2009 Yeah Like United cannot sell players Yeah at all, like, and you look at like Man City selling academy players for like 30, 40 million like that—that's baffling. It's yeah, it's like that—that's insane, right? And then if you look at like Liverpool as well, then, um, if you look at like Liverpool as well, Going like the like that period. I think their their sporting director has moved on now. I think Diaz was his last sign, yeah. And if you look at how the business has ch- has changed from selling Coutinho. At, like At ju- at the just the right time Right before he started to dip They sold mm. Coutinho And then bought Allison and Van Dijk And then that was the catalyst for him to push on Yeah Right They were signing the right players In the right positions at the right time And then all of a sudden business was changed Diaz got injured They panicked They bought Gakpo and fucking Nunes Yeah And now they're all fit And you don't know what to do with them
0: Yeah they, they have A wealth of attackers But they're playing Gakpo in midfield aren't they Yeah but it's because they've nobody else They've nobody
2: else Right yeah. you know when, when I reckon if if the same sporting director I don't know who he was can't remember his name but I would imagine he probably wouldn't have went and got Gakpo or Nunez in that same panic. No. He would have been like okay relax there's Jota there as well we'll hold on to Firmino for another little bit. We
0: should have got Gakpo. We should have. We should. 100% we should have. Cause, yeah. Because he'd be getting more game time with us. He he'd definitely he'd be he definitely, playing.
2: He definitely gives you more than what Anthony does anyway so let's be real there.
0: Oh, anything can give you more than Anthony.
2: Yeah,
0: Um Bust the wind can give you more than
2: So, <laughs> um, but I do, I do feel United you know it was really, really bad. You know, at business, like the, shocking. Yeah, like the they wolf. always
0: have been. <coughs> it's Ed Woodward. Yeah, it starts from Ed Woodward, um, and 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 Murtaugh has to kind of pick up the 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 pieces now. Yeah, you know, from, and it's from very, it's a, Woodward's it's a, failure. it's a
2: long way back because like the the not even the standards, like but the what what Woodward um allowed to happen. The what he accepted and the treatment that other clubs give being held over a barrel. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like like that time when he came out and said, look, we're the biggest club in the world, we can sign whoever we want. Like, do you not think every club looks at that and goes, Okay, yeah, no but us, you're gonna pay a premium now you're beating dickhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, like how, how about you just how about you just shut your them out and go buy players for an actual reasonable stupid. price? Like. It's silly.
0: Yeah, and it's that's ridiculous. why. That with Ratcliffe coming in, he apparently he wants ans- he wants answers to all of the you know the stupid decisions that have been made over the past decade. Decade. He wants to know why the fuck have they spent 1.4 billion pounds on players since Ferguson's retirement, and they've got barely any. And not one a leak. Yeah, and not, yeah. They've got barely any success tree, from, from Three yeah. trophies? Two, Three t- trophies.
2: Two on... Oh no, four. Two on Jose, one on their Van Gaal and one on their Ten Hag. Yeah. Moyes won the... A charity
0: are shield. You, are, you, are, you, are, you, yeah, are you including those charity shields? No, yeah, we'll include a charity shield. Yeah. Like, and, but, that, and, but that's... He wants... But Moyes' charity shield was off the back of a Fergie team that won the league. Yeah.
2: So we'll put a little asterisk next to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, to spend that money and not get a return... Is not only bad business; it's it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully, he comes in and there's an actual change. he will have an actual football.
0: Yeah. Well, Paul Mitchell.
2: Yeah. In rumor to... you'll have an actual football brain in in the, the important parts of the operations yeah. of, of the club, the decision makings that affect the pitch. Well,
0: that's what I mean? that's what he's in for, um,
2: and it, it needs to happen before January, because if yeah. we don't sign anybody in January
0: we're once again we're royally fucked Fucked. like last January was a disaster like you have to give 10 high credit for steadying <clears> this <throat> ship for so long like and as well I know the Champions League performances have been awful but for him to weather that storm in the league and for us to be you know 21 points mm. after how many games was not, how, many, how many games have we played um, 11 or 12 12 we played 12 games that's not too bad considering people are saying that we're having another disastrous season. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not too bad.
2: And considering the season that Newcastle are supposedly having and uh, yeah,
0: we're, we're ahead of Newcastle.
2: We're ahead of them. Like. Yeah. But Villa are
0: having some season. Villa are fantastic. Up, the, up joint fourth. He does not get enough credit that guy. Unai Emery. He is a fantastic coach. Yeah. He's a, he, they're a point behind sports
2: with um, much better much better goal yeah. than Um. Yeah.
0: All all the while playing in the UEFA Conference League as well
2: Yeah And uh, do you know what Liverpool are just like They're going under the radar this year
0: Oh Liverpool have been good Liverpool reminds me of United From last year But the thing is The thing
2: is like Everybody's talking about Arsenal Being a title contender But Liverpool are a point behind City And only three goals behind them Same game's played But nobody's mentioned Liverpool
0: No Nobody's mentioned them Because of the Europa League thing Yeah
2: Pe- Which people is,
0: people reckon they'll probably
2: And I wouldn't a, a I wouldn't target. be surprised I wouldn't be surprised the top four finishes how it does there now. City Liverpool Arsenal Spurs.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't Oh I don't know about Spurs. I don't know. Very Spursy on the weekend. <laughs> oh, what a Spursy moment. Yeah. That's Big Angel on the sideline. But uh I'm gonna beat the shit out of these guys when they come into the bursting room. And Mike Mince made of them. Mate. Is that mate. that new one that you're working on? That's a one, yeah, it's a brand new one, mate.
2: <laughs> nice
0: nice not too bad mate
2: you call that a knife that's not a knife <laughs> this is a knife this is a knife I've seen I've heard I've seen you play Knifey spiny before then <laughs>
0: <laughs> brilliant that's a brilliant episode
2: okay new segment of the the podcast so we're going to go through... we have done all-time 11s before, yeah. and, and I had my very balanced, very non-conventional <laughs> 11 with Barthez up front and uh, parking... Uh, Barthez and goal and, you know, playing wing-backs and all that sort of stuff. Very, very tactical. But we're going to go episode by episode, position by position. So we'll...
0: St- are we starting from goalkeeper? We'll are start we are like a little...
2: No, we'll start... We'll go goalkeeper... A little shuffle. No, we'll go... <laughs> Okay, so so to break the format down, we need to decide now whether it's going to be a four four two or a 4 Because by the time we get to midfield and strikers, it's going to be a long discussion trying to fit these pegs in where we want.
0: Uh, we'll have to go modern and go 4 3 So
2: 4 okay. Why
0: haven't they changed the magazine to 4-3-3? <laughs> 4 3
2: You know what? That's, that's not a bad question to be asking. Four four two.
1: Four, four, two. Great magazine. We already know who Al's answer is going to be for the keeper. I think
2: Van der Sur. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll start at the keeper, and then we'll go right back next week. Then we'll yeah. do, we'll do the centre back pairing together. Yeah. Then we'll do left back. Then we'll do the midfield three.
0: Yeah.
2: As a whole, and then we'll do front three as a whole. So what's that? What does that give us? One, two, three, four, five, six eps to build. Yeah. And eleven. Okay, uh, and then obviously we we'll discuss our, our decisions. So we we'll so
0: we'll start, start with the goalkeeper. That's for me. It and it's he edges it. It it's Van der Sar, probably because I I grew up in my teens watching him at United. Now um, I know Schmeichel is yeah. Now you mentioned you went to fucking City.
2: Yeah, true. You mentioned going modern with the with the formation. So if you were to put this starting eleven that we build now over the next six episodes into the Premier League right now, do you think Vandasar is a good enough goalkeeper?
0: Yeah.
2: To play in this modern game? Do you think he's good I 100% enough for his
0: hundred percent think so. Yeah. Yeah. His his um his connection with his back four other than, is one of the most underrated yeah. aspects of his game.
2: Other than Bartez and Onana, who are obviously very good with their feet. Mm. I think Vandesar probably not as good with his feet as them two.
0: You'd be surprised. But if you watch clips, I and I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm remembering watching Van der Sar back a couple of years, about, but this is over this is a decade the thing. ago. We, we did actually, he was
2: very composed with his feet, yeah. Yeah. and we did actually build up from the back. Yeah, Under the under on the, yeah, we did. Well, like that was the thing. Like we yeah. actually did build up from the back, and um, obviously not to the same.
0: It just became a thing because Pep publicised it.
2: Yeah, it, it, but not to the same degree that that you know Pep is. You know, implemented. Do you know what I mean? Where mm. the the goalkeeper almost steps up to make a numerical advantage. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like it it was done. You know, I'd want the only team doing it as well. Like like all big teams built up from the back. Yeah. All they all did. Yeah. Pep just like it was just documented more from Guardiola, yeah. where the reasonings behind that were explained a lot more, and that's yeah. why it's so synonymous with him. Yeah. But like he didn't invent that wheel. No, he, I don't think, I think he did. He just, he just put a fancy tire on it.
0: Yeah, and and that's what Pep does. Pep, I think Pep kind of notices um, s- certain kind of styles of play from the past, and he just gives them a little polish. You, you know, yeah, you, like ticky taka football. You know, obviously, the the namesake came from from Pep, but uh, there was a lot of that kind of football that was played in the in the nineties and even the eighties. And if you go back to the total football that was played. Under that Dutch team mm-hmm. with Cruyff. Like Tiki Taka for me is kind of a. Is it, the, is it essentially it might be the brainchild of Cruyff? Of, well, of, what, of, of what Cruyff's um, he, philosophy he was. Implemented, Barcelona. He
2: implemented that in Barcelona. Yeah. Big time. Uh, and then that trickled into that Spain national team. Yeah. But well, Tiki Taka went to the extreme where it was possession for the sake of possession with no progression. Yeah. When yes. the difference with Pep's Tiki Taka. Mm. So if you watch that documentary Take the Ball, Past the Ball, like Pep's version of Tiki Taka before it went to that to the extreme that it went to, possession Mm. without progression, so to speak. Like Pep took what Cruyff started. Yeah. And then, as you said, polished it up. And made it what it is now, mm. and it's the same thing. We've like, taken a four-four-two formation, but then taking your wing back and in then inverting them for a numerical advantage in the, in the midfield, or you know, um, what he done with Messi in terms of like yeah. you know, like he didn't invent a false nine, he didn't invent putting a striker in between the lines. Can'ton, I played there, yeah. Do you know what I mean? In in what what we know as you know older gentlemen, yeah. but that we call that the hole. You yeah. play in the hole,
0: yeah, yeah. Do you know
2: what I mean? But, mm. yeah, that was a 4-4-2, four, four so you had two strikers, generally one of them drop back into the hole. Yeah. That's a false nine. Yeah. Yeah? The only difference is Pep just put a name on it. Yeah. Or someone else put a name false on it nine. for him, do you know yeah. what I mean? Because it was just more, doc- just the area in which he was in, it was just more documented, more spoken about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Did, did Fergie invent wing-backs? No. No. But United became so synonymous for, you know, Gary Neville, you know, lumping forward behind beck's and stuff like that. But what about
0: I mean? United's quality? I call this the cliff Tiki Taka You know it's quality of Keeping possession After they go 1-0 up Say in the 80th minute So And and, and, and they'd my, They'd weather the storm They'd ride out the yeah. storm Until full time
2: So under Fergie my, my dad used to just used to go like 2 3 nil up Or whatever else And my dad used to turn around Once they start keeping possession He was just like That's it the game's over now
0: Yeah <clears throat> my dad would say the same thing. So Jesus Christ, to be watching them. So one thing they played short for the eighty minutes. When they score, you can't get the ball off them. Yeah. That's what my dad would say. Because
2: um, my dad would just call it clock out. Yeah, that's all he'd done. They, yeah. just, they just ran the clock down. Wind down the clock. They just wind down the clock. To they keep did it ball. in a very
0: stylish way. Very much so. <laughs> very sti- like you felt confident as a United fan that they could fucking ride it out until the full, yeah. uh, until. But the, they were so the capable teams.
2: of keeping possession that you weren't fearful that the other team were going to snatch a goal. Yeah.
0: I suppose they had the players.
2: Yeah, and the coach.
0: They had the players, they had the coach. And and Scholes, Scholes was always one that was fantastic. So, so This, in, is, in those
2: this is the thing that a good midfielder will do for you. Yeah. Like whether it's Scholes, whether it's Gerrard, whether it's Alonso, whether it's Xabi, whether it's Bukest, um, Busquets, whether it's Kroos. Um, midfielders on, on that level, what they do really well is dictate the pace of a game. Yeah. So their passing range and everything else is all amazing. Their ability to connect defence to attack is all amazing. Mm. But when you want them to slow a game down or speed it up, that's what separates good midfielders from world class midfielders. Yeah. When they can inject Absolutely. pace into a game and get the whole team going in one. Yeah. Or they completely nullify the game. Yeah. And it goes dead.
0: Yeah. That's what Skulls did. Yeah. Perfectly. He Michael he Carrick it. done it as well. My, uh, Michael Carrick Beyond that. underrated at the that do you know what I mean? Yeah, he was so good at that. And
2: uh, the reason Madrid have been so successful is because they had someone like Modric and
0: Kroos that are able to yeah. like you have two of them, yeah, that are able to do that. And it's no surprise so at, well that those two guys are still at Madrid. I feel like they're there to kind of nurture that new big generation they're of. They're fielders. teaching the likes of
2: of Bellingham and Camavinga. And, uh, and and and, yeah, they're teaching them guys how to do that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because it's it's very very rare. Yeah. that you get a player that's naturally capable of doing that. Yeah. Very rare. Generally has to be nurtured and coached. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And if you're <laughs> not only the coach and staff doing it, if
0: you've got... Rodri, a, Rodri is a He's a master smart. at it.
2: He's a master Monster. at it. And what else he's really good at and what a lot of good midfielders are at is like um, f- fouling. Professional fouls and getting away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Just these little pulls, <laughs> little yeah, clips. Yeah, yeah. Scholes wasn't bad at it unless he... No. <laughs> s- unless he slid yeah, if he slid if he slid it was game over
0: Woo, That's it. Over.
2: it was like there's a yellow card Yeah, straight <laughs> off the bat always capable of a yellow card um, but he was good at, it, but not to the extent I think Rodri isn't that, like uh, Busquets is really good at it as well but Rodri is an absolute master
0: yeah.
2: at committing a f- and not committing one or two I mean consistently fouling all game yep. and escaping a caution it's absolutely mind blown how good he is at yeah like it's crazy good cool. Do you know what I mean And then on the back side of that He's a fucking great footballer you know
0: Casemiro Used to do that really well At Madrid Yeah I don't know well, what now, happened to him In the Premier League
2: You can't get close enough To the focus I to know. foul him That's why
0: I, I, like, I Or he gets what, sent I, I off For non-fouls Casemiro at Madrid Playing in that Sixth position The so-called What was it Quote-unquote The destroyer Yeah yeah Um, Part of the midfield And the fouls He'd be committing But he'd be getting away With so many Yeah and I think the refs kind of knew, oh, well, that's that's his job. The, the refs kind of had, not well, that's his job. He does that, you know. But for United, he's just all over the place. And he gets
2: sent off for non-red cards. He gets sent off for like non-fouls.
0: But I say, oh, look, I'm, not, I'm tired of talking about mm-hmm. the Casemiro thing. He, he wants to be a number eight and not a number six anymore.
2: But isn't that so, so bizarre, players at that level, that they basically get these notions and be like, oh, I think I want to play somewhere else. You've spent your whole career mastering this thing, and then all of a sudden you get these notions. Look, I think I want to go. Well,
0: ones. look at the gaps you're fucking leaving in midfield for us. Yeah, we need you to be that number six. <sighs> oh, sorry, we're veering away from that. And I'm thinking about Amrabat, and yeah, I'm not really convinced. Are you? Well, he I, hasn't had a pre-season
2: Yes, true. Uh, injuries as well. Um, I do. I do think it's it's going to take time. Um, there's a reason second season syndrome is the thing in the Premier League because some sometimes you get players to come in and they hit the ground running, and it's brilliant and it's amazing. And then they they kind of they yeah. off. people kind of figure them out a bit. Or I think the
0: pressure is 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 a. I think there's a, a bit it, more intense for him. I think there's a demonic. huge amount.
2: I think there's a huge amount of pressure for him to come in and fix things. Yeah, right. And now there's the whole Casemiro thing when he basically apparently he watched some game and he goes, "I'll fix it." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and to have that mentality is a bit difference do you know what I mean it's a, yeah. it's a different mentality do you know what I mean Like I think I watched a YouTube video uh, about Beckham going through all of his jerseys throughout his career and he talked about when he uh, Sir Alex Ferguson rang him he was on holiday and uh, he said hey, um they were taking the number 10 short off you because we've just signed Teddy Sheringham and Beckham was like I've just had the best season of my career so far in that mm-hmm. jersey I don't want to give it up or whatever and Alex said don't worry about it enjoy a holiday I'll see you in a few weeks uh, came back and he was handed the number 7 short number 7 yeah. and then he was asked in that little clip and he was like did you feel the the pressure you know because I wore it directly before you mm. Brian Robson wore it and he's your idol George Best wore it did you feel the the weight of that that short yeah. and he I instantly just turned around and said no I was just excited to put it on Yeah, I felt honoured that that I was given it
0: Yeah.
2: and I think there's very few players that have that mentality like do you think at 18, eighteen, nineteen-year-old Cristiano Ronaldo was given a number seven short you think he gave a flying fuck who wore it before him? Because this kid, knew, like, knew in his yeah. himself, so I'm the best player in the world.
0: Yeah.
2: As a child, he walked around yeah. thinking he was the best player, player in the world. Age, so he yeah. didn't care who wore the number before him. Yeah. I don't think Beck's ever thought he was the best player in the world, but it was more so looking at this as a privilege and not a yeah. burden. Yeah. Right. And I think the pressure of Amrabat coming in. Obviously, social media has a huge impact now, as well, because you're getting a lot of fans saying, "We need this, we need this, we need this Amrabat, 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 and yeah. the the deal was like teetering here for so long, and it's impossible for these guys not to see what's happening online. people crying out for this guy, we need this guy, we need this guy, and then he c- comes in, and there's huge pressure on him then to fulfill the expectation that's been built for two months, yeah so you know I mean, and then you're coming into the league that's moves at a ridiculous pace. Yeah. In comparison to other leagues. It's way more physical than other leagues. The game congestion is way more than other leagues. Yeah. Like, it's Do I think it's the best league in the world? No, because the referees are a shambles. But it's mm-hmm. that it's the hardest league in the world. I'd say the only league that's harder than the Premier League is probably League One.
0: With regards to Physicality. Mm-hmm.
2: I don't think yeah. the, I don't think the pace is there, but the physicality of,
0: physicality the physicality of,
2: of the of League One is ridiculous. You
0: always get a good and it's so match of centre backs from that league yeah. as well, and you it's generally
2: quite competitive at, at the top. You see the yeah. top four really, you know, yeah. swap positions up, up until the
0: playoffs. You look, at, yeah, you talk about the physicality, and you look at players like Disasi of Chelsea and Gabriel, like they came from the French league, and it is. The, they came with physicality those players did you yeah. no, so
2: and uh, I, I think that's why a lot of I don't, I don't think United have, have utilised it enough yeah in present day as they did with Fergie like um, in that same YouTube video uh, they pulled out the Preston North End short because obviously Beck's went on loan there yeah and Beckham had said well that was that was just a thing back then you were sent down to the lower leagues to be kicked around toughen up and then you come back yeah I don't think you know. Like I don't think you know. they do that enough anymore. I really don't think they do.
0: Touchwood, Amad Diallo is is in the, yeah. the pudding with that. Yeah, because um, Brandon Williams though. Who Brandon Williams is but doing Brandon really Williams well. Williams
2: is doing really well, but there were t- t- like, do you, do you see him as a starting fullback for the club?
0: No, you look at him more so from a a depth point of view. Diallo for me has been um, really bad, but he's played a lot of games, but. Still, no excuse, but he just hasn't hit the ground running. Like, seeing Wambasaka back in that team against oh, yeah. Copenhagen, and like, people people talk about Wambasaka's qualities going forward. He's massively improved. He probably can't cross as well as Dado mm. going forward. Link, but then again, Antonio him.
2: Antonio Valencia couldn't cross the fucking street, let alone no, cross a ball.
0: No. And he was deep for he, us when, yeah. when he. With when he, when that fucker,
2: that fucker used to knuckleball crosses. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Good luck getting on the end of that. Yeah. You, you might have scored ahead of We also got a promotion.
0: Well, speaking about the pressure in number seven, freely got to him. Yeah, he had a he had a. I think br- actually, 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 he handed it back. He handed it back. He handed he didn't it back. A best not, season. Yeah. Now that season we won the league. Um, when he was given the number seven mm. him, but he went back to being number twenty-five. Yep. Because it was, the pressure was just too much. I believe. Yep. Fitting, yeah.
2: I. Do you know what I actually? What I actually think <clears throat> United you know are never going to do this from a commercial standpoint. Here's my hot take. Here's your hot take of the week. You know I should report Have got it. a
1: keeper for your thing before we move on segment? Have we got a keeper for your team?
2: Oh yeah, I think we'll both agree on Van der Sar.
1: Both agree on Van I think we'll
2: both agree on Van der Sar. Thanks for that, Dave.
1: Thanks, Dave.
2: This should be just called the tangent way. <laughs> um,
0: I, I, I also, when we, just can we finish it off? I have a few questions on Twitter before... Uh,
2: yes, we, we do, do yeah. But um, where, where was I going? I'll
0: take. My
2: hot, I'll take, my hot take. Hot retire take. Retired number seven. Hot take. Retired a seven short they'll never do it from a commercial standpoint because whatever player gets the number 7 jersey generally it's going to sell shorts I think they should retire and it. I
0: like him I think he's good but I don't think he's worthy of the number 7 like, who? Uh, giving it to Mason Mountain,
2: Mountain? It was, Mason Mountain no, ridiculous so underwhelming and I I actually think if they would given it to Garnacho, Garnacho has that attitude to go with it
0: I thought he was going to get it
2: I think he I, I personally think he should have I personally think he should have what is he 17 now? he's 19 Nine, is he 19?
1: Garnacho, no, sorry, his number is he thirty nine. He got, seventeen. What? Yeah, he got the number seventeen. He got the number seventeen. That's yeah. what I'm saying.
0: He was number forty nine, then he yeah number seventeen. Um, yeah, I was expecting Garnacho to get it, but I, I, just I, think think so. I actually think they should retire. Yeah,
1: they probably take, should. I don't think clubs should retire jerseys at all. No, I think it's
2: it's very difficult to retire. And number seven. Who's number
0: sixteen? Currently, McTominay. No, no. McTominay's. In the set, thirty-nine, uh, do we have one at the moment? If we don't, give that number sixteen jersey to young Cobby Minor. Um, you're looking that up, Dave. Yeah, the number sixteen is, is, is to, quite an icon. Matt Diallo, Diallo. <sighs> number sixteen should be a defensive, midf- a midfielder should be wearing the number sixteen. at you. Well,
2: well, this this is the thing, right? So when like when when certain players have a number for pretty much the duration of their career. So number number sixteen is not a centre mids number. that's like four and eight like yeah. are centre mid numbers. Yeah. But number four has always been a centre back number for us. And
0: it's it's a, yeah, it's a defensive move. When maybe.
2: five and six are our defensive number yeah. are centre back numbers. But
0: Fabregas he was number four.
2: Yeah, this is what yeah. I mean. Right? Or like in pure Pep Guardiola Fashion gives fucking number seven to a bleeding fullback. Yeah, well, that was. I mean? But that's just that's silly. just that's just pep. Yeah, that's just pep being pep.
0: Yeah, pep taking pep the, the prick.
2: <laughs> right? being a prick for the sake of being a prick, right? Um, but it's very difficult for a team to retire a, a jersey. In, in, the thirteen in between, yeah, in between, in between one and eleven, it's basically impossible. Yeah, to a, to a degree, uh,
0: there'll never be a number twenty-two at Birmingham. I know that.
2: Yeah, but you know what? Everybody laughed at the fuckers when they done it. Everyone laughed yeah. at the fuckers, right? No one's laughing now. No one is laughing now. Jude Bellingham is a joke. That kid no, is that, a fucking no, joke.
0: Who else is a joke?
2: You know it as a whole.
0: Harold Kane,
1: a joke. How oh, about the three? The German
2: three. Yeah, yeah, from *Inglorious Bastards*.
1: Weird. Really weird. You oh, know that, yeah.
2: Oh, the celebration. The celebration th-
1: the yeah. Hat- the hat- trick celebration.
2: Yeah. We do this and they say, that one's weird. They've got the German the baby one.
1: Baby finger, the next like like the ring finger, the middle finger is a weird one. You do the index finger, the middle finger. And the Agreed. And
2: the middle that, there's a hot finger. take. That's a do a three, probably.
1: Yeah. Not a that.
2: Or that, yeah. That's
1: bullshit.
0: So. I have a funny one for you.
2: That's an inglorious Battle. That's how he finds out that he's not jamming.
0: The thumb,
1: the index in the middle. My, yeah.
0: o- my oldest daughter, Sophia, yesterday at the...
2: Watched you Battle.
0: She got a picture with one of her friends and the friend held up the peace sign and Sophia just went like this. <laughs>
2: Quality. <laughs>
0: Quality for
2: those listening to the podcast, Al's Al's daughter for a photo did a a reverse peace sign. Yeah, you um, know no, what, what What did you call it? Flipping the bird.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it, that's it, a middle, middle finger.
2: I think, but yeah, same same thing. You know, she basically told Yeah, up yours. <laughs> basically, yeah, up yours. Um, the Al's daughter well.
0: Sitting at home owning <laughs> about the glaciers. Oh, oh, oh god. She loves uh, she loves Katie McCabe actually. No way. Yeah, she loves Katie McCabe. She's brilliant. Um right. Yes, read out Questions. your read out your Twitter
2: responses there, and we shall dive in before we end.
0: This one's from Danny Mahan. Uh how concerned are you with our mentality? Red card aside, we capitulated twice against Copenhagen. And this isn't twice against Copenhagen. No, you mean Copenhagen and Galatasaray. And this isn't the first time. It's a team once anything goes wrong. uh, Literally anything can set it off. Yeah, it's true. We just don't know how to to face adversity when when the going gets tough, Mm. as Billy Ocean would say. We just don't know, <laughs> the tough get going, you know. Um, and, and it is, it's true, they, yeah. they don't know what to do, they capitulate, it's like, they become shriveled, like weak. Do you know, the do know, do
2: you know what the thing is, Rich? you know that whole thing is just like, um, oh, what what what's that fucking thing, it's like, uh, you die from panic. Yeah. Like if you're in in water and you're drowning it's actually panic that kills you. Yeah. If you actually calm yourself down generally you'll get you'll, like yeah. that, is, that sums up United as a whole. Oh They yeah. get a sending off or they can see the goal and it's fucking panic stations. Yeah. Right, it was you know the, the Beckham documentary which we spoke about in, in depth. Right, I saw a clip on Instagram, yeah. it's a little snip of it, and it was Beckham talking about when he went to Madrid and they went to the goal down. and He looked around at Roberto Carlos and Ronaldo all laughing at each other and he thought to themselves, We're losing 1 0. Yeah, the fuck you, he was laughing at, yeah. And Ronaldo turned around and goes, Don't, don't worry about don't it, we'll score, don't worry, we'll score. Yeah, we'll worry. We'll <laughs> score. <laughs> you know I mean, and like that's yeah. that, like, but if you go back to United of under Fergie that age. Like mm. it didn't matter if we were conceded. Even if was a fan sitting at home, you see the goal. I reacted very different back then to how I reacted to conceding a goal. Now I can yeah. you concede the goal now and I'm thinking, oh, we're probably gonna lose this now.
0: Yeah. But back then
2: yeah. you can see it and it didn't matter what time of the game you conceded a goal. You could see the goal in the hour mark and be one time. It's still thinking to yourself, we win this.
0: Yeah. A prime example, I mean the Everton game in 2007 where we won four two. I think we went behind twice mm. um, who scored it was a really. Uh, that, that the game where Rooney scores a hat-trick yeah and Chris Eagles no he didn't score a hat-trick no that Chris, was Villa I think Chris, Chris Eagles sco- scored the the kind of the comfort goal mm. to make it 4-2 Rooney scored scored the third it was a beautiful goal
2: I think it was Villa that but, Rooney scored yeah. it. I think we were losing against Villa but, and he scored a hat-trick and then do told the camera to fuck off and got a ban no, for it
0: no West Ham away West Ham I knew yeah, it. he got a ban
2: it. it was the yeah. Bor- Borgandy short
0: yeah, um, or Clarence. I think games it like it. that, where you'd react in a way. Oh, for fuck's sake, man! Now you just have whatever, whatever force you to turn this around when they when they concede. You're like, oh, gee, I laugh, I laugh when they concede. Oh, here we go again. That's yeah. that's my reaction now. Whereas I will get a little bit angry.
2: And the thing is, it's the it's the other way around. Um, it's it's almost like when Ronaldo was playing for Madrid under Ancelotti, he had a, a goal to game ratio of one point two five goals per game. Right so basically you put Ronaldo on the pitch it's 1-0.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. United now like basically you're you're playing with a handicap. It's basically 1-0 down. Yeah.
0: Like
2: United conceding a goal feels inevitable. 100%. It feels inevitable. Yeah. It like, does. The fact that like we still have that record of if if we go in at, all, uh, half-time at Old Trafford 1-0 up. Or like if we win a winning A half-blown <laughs> Old Trafford The fact that that's still standing Right now Yeah Is mental
0: It's great I, I can't believe it either I can't believe that, teams Haven't turned it around That's one of the <laughs> most Bizarre stats ever Yeah It is mad isn't, isn't it Isn't it Like that it is, is mad And considering What Old Trafford's like these days considering Fuck all atmosphere Yeah And considering
2: the <laughs> The state of the team And how they And they you know as
0: well You look at Arsenal right The last couple of years <laughs> Like the The atmosphere at the Emirates has drastically improved oh, big in time. the last year and a half big time and that like that's but you know this goes to show you what what pivotal I think yeah big one to, to a team kind of going in an upward
2: trajectory but it, it, that's it and it goes to show you the impact that your team performing well on the pitch yeah and transparency and clarity from your board all the way down yeah trusting your manager backing them financially like actually mm. backing them financially people argue oh Ten Hag's got money yeah every, every manager's got money but they still don't get the players they want.
0: Yeah, and That's, Arteta it, has been backed financially because he has literally got the priority targets that he has wanted. The, Long-term priority targets. This, target. the, this, is this bollocks. About people saying, "Oh, but the Glazers spend money." Yeah, but it's the third fucking target that he's designed signed. This is the argument that I have.
2: This is the argument that I have all the time. So there's there's two there's two issues here, right? The, the board give the board give money. Yeah. Um, and then the club are then the four targets. The club then basically turn around and say no. Yeah. But then the other issue is there's because the state of the club and because it's so well known, there's no pull there anymore. No. Zero pull. Some players just don't want to come and play there. Zero pull. Because
0: they see they see the absolute mess that it's in. They don't want to be part of it. Yeah. That's mad. Um, I've one more to read out. Yeah. Sorry to the other questions that I couldn't get to we'll get to them next next week
2: A screenshot uh, and we'll get them next week
0: yeah the club seem to be backing Ten Hag we have faced these periods before with Van Gaal Jose and Oli uh, but they all got the bullet is this them learning if you give uh, Ten Hag what he wants and the correct player and profiles he wants then the club will start to improve and the way the media are constantly on about us is embarrassing considering the sheer amount of injuries we have, especially at the back. Any other club gets sympathy, but they are trying to push United's hand as a sacking is good for their business. You are 100% right, the class of 82, um, old school red. 100%. They fucking want Ten Hag sacked. They lap it up. They lap those stories up. And Ten Hag will get, like, they, they love it because when the manager gets sacked, Immediately after that, they're on the side of the manager and they're in on the players. So it's absolute bollocks. But yeah, sticking with Ten Hag is the way to go because, as I've said, forget about the Champions League, forget about Mm. the the League Cup for the moment. Where we are in the league and how he's weathered that storm, you know, 21 points, seven points off the top. We're not going to, we're not going to like finish at the top. We we know that. We're not going to challenge for the title. But to be in that position, after the so called shit show that we've had since August is pretty impressive. Getting these players back, the likes of Shaw Martinez, like Shaw coming back is going to be huge for this team. And it's gonna boost the confidence of some players, yeah. especially in the midfield. I think and Rashford. It could be good for Rashford as well to bring back that form that he had last mm. season.
2: And I think two other major factors are having a really good season last year. Yeah. Finishing top three with a trophy has given him a huge safety net yeah. the other factor is the injury list He's got. he's obviously got sympathy from the board there with to, a, to a degree because that's unheard of the amount of injuries that, we, I've uh, that we've I've never seen anything had. like it and then the other thing is which I think is a major factor that a lot of people aren't actually understanding is I don't think any manager well not that I know of producer Dave can obviously correct me has been sacked after 12 games it is 12 games it's mm. been a shit show but it's November. It's the, it's, but it happens at United. It's
0: 12 games. It's been. It's it's a current thing at United that's been happening in the last couple of years. And it's it stops now. The book stops there. Ratcliffe's coming in. If a new structure is in place before the January transfer window, Murtaugh and Arnold are probably on the way out. Mm. I have heard that Arnold has fallen out with the Glazers. I've heard that behind the scenes. Mm-hmm since uh, the summer because of the uncertainty surrounding this takeover Ratcliffe is going to come in and shuffle things up and shuffle things up pretty fast fingers crossed and in a fairly um, no nonsense matter he's going to do that and it has to be done it has to be done we need a a, a brand new structure in place Paul Mitchell coming in Dave Brailsford as well is going to be in the position the, the Richard Arnold position too this is what this is what the club needs. This is what we need going forward.
1: Big twin. Hope things Patrick Vieira crystal Palace manager after 12 game winless run. Um uh, yeah. Do you think that if Pochettino had come in as opposed to Ten Hag that the the media would be different? Because the media no. wanted Pochettino.
0: No. No. Any manager that comes in at United automatically becomes a target a there's, target, there's a the target on the back. but
1: he had a target on his back before he even arrived at the club
0: who, Ten hag?
1: yeah, because the media didn't want him the media wanted Pochettino
0: but well, I think the other issue is if, if the media wanted Jose Mourinho when he became a target but, and this is the <laughs> thing
2: <laughs> I think if Poch got the United job right, it would have been you bottled the Champions League final with sports. you bottled the league with Spurs you bottled the league at PSG
1: Yeah.
2: where do you think you're going to be any different at United? Mm-hmm. where are you going to be the man to change it? and that, that's what those would have been the questions are those questions being asked now at Chelsea no don't know. but if he was a United manager they're absolutely asked because Ten Hag is asked all the time well where's your credentials Where's your, yeah. what's on your CV blah blah oh yeah OX this Oyaks that but it's Oyaks
0: I wish we could have talked about that Chelsea City game for all just one word blockbuster that was amazing. blockbuster amazing yeah class Cole Palmer some player that what a player,
2: a... What, a player. <laughs> what a player what a player Right um, Rightio folks That sums up The Nemanja Village Episode Number yeah. 15 And next week Is the Kino He's not here actually But it's number 16 <laughs> um, We'll try and get him We'll One day One day But <laughs> We have We have uh, If you bought Roy right. Kino off wish we have him
0: over there I know we do it be alright
1: Anyone up for Darren Conway again
0: <laughs> We get Darren Darren just <laughs> comes in Whenever he likes Darren comes Darren's more than welcome To come in here Whenever yeah. he likes uh, yeah, we might get a few And we we are With regards to guests um, The Liverpool game is the 16th of December On the 17th of December We have Mr. Russell Carroll Kelly himself Paul Howard coming in Massive Liverpool fan um, Loves a bit of uh,
2: Coming in after the game? He's what? coming
0: in the day after And he, he oh, really? gives it to me Episode large. If
2: we lose, episode's cancelled
0: <laughs> Yeah, you'd want it to be cancelled with him But uh, yeah, Paul Howard will be our guest on the seventeenth of December. So that's just an announcement for that.
2: Episode. Lovely, lovely stuff, folks. Thank you so much for listening to our ramblings and rants. And
0: uh, yeah, and Van der Sar is our goalkeeper.
2: Van der Sar is goalkeeper. Next week we shall discuss a right back. Yeah, rate the podcast on Spotify, the Goal app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, send it to your nanny. Uh, send it to your granddad. Send it to your favorite Liverpool fan. Send it to everybody and anybody. And if they tell you that it's shy, mm. stitch my loaf.
0: And teach <laughs> your kids how to do the peace sign properly. <laughs>
2: right, the yeah, folks. We'll see, see you, you next week.
0: Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Live
2: app.